0: it was the dumplings i had a good base of dump going on and not enough ecstasy coming my way but i do remember that it was like you're just like
1: ecstasy gives you the bubble guts what's up Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome man, and sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 247 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at podcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana with me, as always, more dependable than a Southwest flight, most awesome.
0: No delays and you get your bags. I'm not lining up to Am I? MA airline assigned seating all the like (laughs) all the way.
1: You got to, bro. We talk about this all the time. Like line it up. Like it's no way is it more convenient. It just feels like the sake of being different, just to be different. Doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, also, who does this serve? This doesn't help the customers. I don't think that this helps the like the gate check people at the you know, the the airline, you know, people. Who does this help? It doesn't help the stewardess. I don't understand like it's a differentiator that means nothing. It's like all of our every time we bring a uh, uh, you know uh, nachos with our with our table, we're we're doing Tocito chips every time for every table. It's like no, no, we don't need this at every restaurant that we go to. We just need it at certain ones, or you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's not the best analogy. No,
1: you're going for it, buddy. Yeah, I think the only
0: thing I can put together is <laughs> I, I did going for it. Yeah, yeah, you're going I for it. it. Swing are swinging miss, but it's all right. Keep it moving. Yeah. Keep pushing. We'll just ignore that.
1: I'd like as I was born, I was like wondering too. I was just, "Why do they do this?" And the only thing I could come up with is it's like it's a compromise to make you feel like special service that you can give to more people without charging for like a first class. So like giving them like a like letting them board with the A's, let them feel like there's elite or business class because they could go on there first. They don't have to have different size seats for that class, but they can you know upsell you at the gate to get that A status. Was the only oh. thing I could come up with.
0: So this is so okay so I don't fly as much as you so you can actually buy up your up the chain
1: in line yes you can yeah and when you get there you can buy to get in the like a1 through 15 you can purchase Ooh. i think it's like 25 bucks or something so it's basically you're paying to get in the front of the line which yeah. you, which you see on these other airlines i mean it's not the same but you're basically you're paying for their closer seats or like their bigger seats not kind of mm-hmm. business class which they're kind of all doing now which is kind of frustrates me with jet blue cuz they act like it's just like oh this is our fare, but it's like a base fare for like a middle seat in the back but if you want like any seat that a normal client would want it's just like an extra 25 bucks it's just like all right this is kind of like it's kind of like going to the movies like under like a cell phone bill like i'm just kind of getting like gouged for every little thing
0: yeah the nickel and diming the the full experience of flight is not what it used to be and you travel quite a bit much more than i do but but you can't you can't like by groups right like boarding groups you know what i mean because i often i don't fly often jet blue or, or or southwest but it's like I, how did the how did the boarding groups run i just feel like that like happens that like i print the ticket and i don't know who these magical mythical creatures that get boarding group one i don't get i don't know that but i know that i'm in seven and i did hear a hack that people are like just go just go whenever like they don't stop you or maybe they will i don't know i've, I've that, that is the thing like stories.
1: There's, yeah there's a there's the steamroll. so
0: Uh-oh, I'll fill that But this is Brandon not <laughs> talking. He's saying stuff. He knocked up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ta- he was so passionate when he was talking.
1: Oh, I got unplugged. I know. Yeah, no, no. There, there's, a, there's, the, yeah, there's a thing that's just like you can kind of steamroll the person to kind of see if, they, if they're paying attention. It would take, you know, to quit the momentum and like send it back. But I think it's when, depending on status, like so for JetBlue, I'm a backup. But I mean, I do. Uh, I'm a frequent flyer on there. So I get on first. Oh, shit! But I think it is, you know how it, it opens up like you can pre-check 24 hours before a flight. I think it's that like first come first serve based on that. So Let's when get that in, just hot and, and ready, just, and just be like, to really fire up there and like get on there first, but you all.
0: Not that. for you, not for Mr. Blue. not for okay, you. I want
1: to move aside. Let the man come through. I uh, let the man come through.
0: <laughs> move up, move <laughs> side. Let the, Oh, I we'll oh, to get that song.
1: Oh, like yeah, that's right. What was
0: that? Whoa, who shit? What was that band? Ooh, I had like that a, CD too.
1: Oh, buddy, I knew you did. I was going to guess on it. How was your holiday, bro? It
0: was good. I know. It was great. How about yours? Got, you got to see some fam. I saw some some hot bowling pics of the fam bowling on picks. there. I won. I won. It.
1: I'm i sure my nephew, Collins, listen, right now, talked a lot of shit about Clue. Talked a lot of shit about Beat Me and Clue. Your boy, your Uncle B right here, won in oh. three turns. Three oh. turns with six people around the table.
0: Ooh, Dialed stunt in. on
1: him, B. Dialed in. What you know about what you know about Clue, Colin was knew the weapon, just had to find the room, lucked myself into the right room at the right time. But that's what good detectives do. They find Mm -hmm. themselves where they need to be when it counts.
0: He's not a gumshoe anymore. He's a fucking right. sleuth.
1: Boom. Look at that. You've been busted. And guys, you found yourself a jam-packed episode 247 underneath that magnifying glass. We got riff from the headlines. We're talking NFL week 16. Below the fold, we're going to do future of Derek Carr. We're going to hit that inbox. A couple emails there. Neapolitan showdowns. Madigan special. I'm at the Madigans right now. I'm going to poke oh, no my shit. head. Yeah, I'm going to poke my head out the door. Ask him what the Neapolitan Showdown topic is going to be. We're going to do a live from there. How's that I sound?
0: I love it. I didn't know what you meant by that. And <laughs> I knew it was going to be something random and I'm into it.
1: You're like rank the Madigans. All right. Fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs>
0: <know>. Harrison one,
1: <laughs> one spot. Uh, Brandon, in the gambling corner. We're doing college bowl games. I'm going to throw some at you. Tell me the line. They're going to mm. finish. We always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra read all about it. Mm. Over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your Come on. Alright, rip from the headlines. NFL week 16. Why are we talking about that this week, brother?
0: Oh, we're getting deep into the playoff hunt. Yep. Some teams hanging around. My uh my lions got gashed by the Panthers. It, this by week.
1: the Panthers, but they're still the because like, all those teams kind of vying for that seventh spot in the NFC or the sixth and seventh spot lost, mm-hmm. right? Like the commanders lost, the yes. giants lost, the Seahawks yes. lost and the line. So did we just kind of take a step sideways or the line I feel like, left?
0: I feel like we did. We needed some of those losses to, to happen anyways. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I think we did. I think it was a very lateral move, but ultimately. still a lot
1: Still alive because I, I felt like if one of those. What if you were a on, gigantic snack food maker who needs to uh, uh, satisfy uh, 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 you partner uh, with? to manage your supply chain? Did not pay. They did not pay for that ad spot. You hey, guys, if,
0: you're, if you guys were hoping to manage your supply
1: chain, not up in this podcast. You came to almost the right spot. <laughs> Not here. Uh, yeah. So it went there. they're still live, So it still feels like it was an opportunity for them to really get in the driver's seat and maybe control a little bit more of their own destiny than they did. But now they're right back to kind of where they started on a shorter timeline. Absolutely. Uh, great. We saw the Giants and Vikings, 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 gonna Viking 11 and O this season in one score games. Uh, again, this comes down to the very end. Of course, you knew when the Vikings were up by eight points, the Giants were going to march down the field, score a touchdown, get the two-point conversion, tie it up. Vikings get the ball back with a little bit minute and change, find themselves around midfield with about 25 seconds left, uh, able to set up a Greg Joseph 61-yard field goal, which surprising to everyone, especially Greg Joseph himself, <laughs> he's able to put through the uprights, and the Vikings walk off with the win. Uh, anything in this game that changes your mind about the Vikings about making an honest run in the NFC, or is this just this impending disaster whose fuse just hasn't went off yet?
0: Yeah, it, they're 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 from the Batman lore. They're two faced with the double sided head coin, right? Everything's just coming up heads for them on the 5050 balls. And I feel like when we have a team with with like incredible in season luck, and I you know, and being eleven and zero in one scored games, I, I would I would volley or I would count that as like just being on the you know on the better side of luck more often than not. You know what I mean? You could be seven and three, you could still have a good record, but or or seven and four. But man, eleven and zero, it just makes it feels like to me that everything's just kind of breaking right. And obviously, we had the Colts game and and a few others. Yeah, that Saints, uh,
1: that Saints game in London or whatever, where yes. the football actually hit the upright and bounced through.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's just one of those things to me that's like, all right. So obviously, you're you're good enough to be a playoff team, but once you get in there, you're going to need a little bit more than just relying on. Hey, let's rally and scramble for the last like. 17 minutes of the game and see if we can tie this thing up and push it to overtime or kick a last second field goal. I just doesn't feel like they've got the sustainability through 60 minutes to like actually be like a playoff Super Bowl contending team.
1: Yeah, we'll keep talking about it. And we'll see it. I mean, they'll host the playoff game in the two spot. It'll be interesting. I'd be interested to see if they can make a run for that one spot, but again, they'll sit here like, you know, if they host the lions or if they host the, you know, the Cowboys probably line up maybe be like a host of a, a Cowboys We'll see. It'll be yeah. set.
0: But I do like them winning because I do like them keeping the pressure on the Eagles, cause then that closes that number one C or number one spot by a game, which is good because yeah. I need them I need them Eagles to play down the stretch as well too.
1: Oh, you do? Okay. We're all here to help you, buddy. Skinner <laughs> down. Um all right, Saints Brown, let's talk about that real fast. Just kidding. Who the fuck cares about that game? <laughs> All right, Bengals at Patriots. Uh, Bengals jump off to a quick lead, leading 22 to nothing at half. Don't score the rest of the game. Win the game 22-18. Since the Bengals running out of gas, is this Patriots actually having a decent defense? Are you a little bit more impressed with the Patriots able to come back, or is the Bengals not quite a complete team as we want to make them in the AFC? Uh, You know, I
0: kind of chalk this up to just Belichick mucking up the game a little bit. I mean, we've seen them do weird things, and and you know, obviously, after two weeks ago against that Raiders, and then do very weird things. But you know, like I just think it's like they're defensively, they're gonna they're gonna stifle good offenses, and that's I kind of felt like what they did. Maybe the Bengals got a little too comfortable in the driver's seat. We see this often you know, especially with the younger teams, it's like, all right, we'll kind of take the throttle off a little bit and just coast to an easy victory. And then, Oh shit. Now i got to figure out a way to turn it back on. But you know, they had enough juice in the tank. So I, um, I don't love this new England team. I'm, I'm still kind of ruining against them. I forget what our number was. I think it was nine wins. So I'm feeling pretty good in our over unders from the early season. We'll have to check back in on that, but yeah, I just, uh, I just, this Patriots team is just a, I just, I think they're, they're like the smartest dumb team that's out there. Like they just, like they're really good defensively. And obviously that's Belichick's kind of calling card. But offensively, this team fucking sucks and they do dumb shit. And I don't like anything about this team offensively from the Patriots.
1: Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, obviously there's nothing to worry about them heading to the postseason. It'll just be interesting to see how this team shakes up next year. Cause Belichick it's been a while since we've had to see him be patient with a team. That's obviously frustrated him. Also, like, I I think there's a little hubris on him putting together, you know, just kind of his coaching staff. We've talked about that briefly, you know, like his Mm -hmm. sons back there having Matt Patricia, like call offensive plays not actually naming who the offensive coordinator is. So I think there's a little bit of, it'll be interesting to see how he handles it. If he, doubles down and he's just like, this is how we're going to do moving forward. Or if he shakes things up a little bit and you know has a little bit of self-awareness to be like, this isn't working. Like, I got to change this and we got to do something now because Mac Jones might not be the answer. Lions and Panthers, we touched on that briefly. Uh, what was this? Is this Lions team just, you know, are, are they going back to old Lions? Is this a Panthers team that is kind of getting hot at the right time? Or are you worried about the Lions? Or are you still feeling that they're trending in the right direction?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is... This, this is a little bit worried because, like I said last week, the, the reason why the Lions were in this position is, is their defense had um, played substantially better over the last few weeks. And I think it was like they gave up like 200-something rushing yards in the first half. I mean, they were just getting fucking gouged. Um, so it shows some real holes defensively, and then they kind of rallied back. I mean, this is also still a, uh, a youngish team with a newer head coach. And just, you know, they... they it feels like if they don't have it dealing kind of in that first like quarter, this team is going to struggle. So getting out of the gates is super important. But if you can't get stops, I mean, it's hard to you can't just be, you know, balls to the wall offensively all the time. That's as we've seen in earlier games of the Lions, like it's not sustainable.
1: Uh, I jump over to the commanders, 49ers, 49ers, your favorite in the NFC. We're going to take care of this game. Sorry, real fast. 37-20 mm-hmm. controlled it most of the time. We're going into Brock Purdy's. I believe that was his third start. Uh, so we're getting around the time that we should have tape on him. You know, only put up uh, one touchdown in the first half. Looked pretty good the second half. Do you really like the Niners to make a run? Because I've always been low on this 49ers team. But right now, look at the NFC. With that just, it seems like a good defense just puts you head and shoulders above everybody else because there's not a ton of good ones out there. And this is like... I mean, the best in the league. And it just makes it, especially on the NFC side where there aren't a lot of potent offenses that can just, you know, take care of a defense. I mean, I, as much as I begrudgingly want to do at the 11 4 Niners team, I got to put in the driver's seat, especially, especially without knowing, you know, the full extent of how fast Hertz will be back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I really like the 49ers defense and, I mean, it really the yeah, it really depends. Like this team could become much more explosive. And let's not forget, they did put up 37 points against the commanders, which has a pretty good defense as well, too. Um, so uh, you know, I like their offensive pieces pieces, right? I love Christian McCaffrey. I think for Kyle Shanahan, he's like, This is a fun toy that I can play with, I can do a lot of different creative stuff. They are probably one of the more creative offenses, which is why quarterback has been kind of such a plug and play position for them a little bit. Uh, Same thing with like running backs and and wide receivers. So they're very creative. I, I, you know, man, I just think like I think that this team is going to be tough to contend with because. They can put up points when they're dealing, they can put up points and they don't need a lot. I mean, it's like the, they're the opposite version of the, of the Denver Broncos, right? Where it's like, Hey, like if you put up 18 points, you're probably going to get a win from, from us. Cause we're not giving up more than two touchdowns and a field goal.
1: I jump over Packers, Dolphins Packers on Christmas day, take care of business against the Dolphins, 26 to 20. I've, we seen the last of two, like, so there's two things. Let's let's not jump in and play neurologist and try to get into discussion stuff and whatever. Like you sitting out. So I should stuff.
0: take my white coat and stethoscope off then is what you're saying?
1: Yes, like the rest of Twitter. Okay. The whole Twitter mm-hmm. could just take off that white coat and stethoscope. We'd all be in a better spot. Um I think you brought this up and maybe I think it was a super smart insight or maybe you weren't as specific and I heard from someone else, but yeah, it was it, me. It was you. It was you definitely. Uh <laughs> like Tua unable to throw like outside the hash marks because they switch it up and they're doing like, they're showing him different looks and like zoning up outside the hash and manning inside or something like that. It's just,
0: I talked about, I talked about quarters. They were, they were playing a lot of like,
1: yeah, quarters coverage. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're yeah. totally right. All, all his interceptions are happening, like kind of like outside in those things where it's just like, he can't figure it out and they're just totally fooling him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was, he was, you know, per- before getting dinged up, obviously, he was just like he wasn't like everyone was talking a lot, lot about like his anticipation and all this other stuff. And I think what, like you said, seeing enough tape on him, I think teams had seen enough tape on this Miami Dolphins team and now are like, oh, OK, he's really not anticipating. He's just kind of robotically like this is my read. I saw the read on throwing it and he's not. He's not diagnosing in the moment. He's just going. I saw it. This is what I know. Throw it, and it looks a lot of times. It looks like it's anticipatory, right? Like he's feeling yeah. it, like Drew Drew Brees. He's
1: like he sees the defense and is like, okay, I think I know what this defense does. Since I know yep. that defense, like I'm not going to look off my first choice, and that's where I'm going. Where that
0: yep. and he just he's automatic with it and throwing it. And I think it was, oh, what was it that the. the Th- was it a Thursday night game it was i think it was against the rams i don't remember who it was but where he went like 4 for 17 like it was the one where Tyreek Hill picked up the fumble and scored and they just kind of happened to be in that game i don't know who the fuck they were playing oh no it was the chargers i think it was but uh, yeah th- yeah cuz it was a g- stark comparison against herbert who he was drafted in front of but he was like so off and i think everyone was talking It's like holy shit like how could you be this Off as a quarterback and I think it was he wasn't getting picked off but a lot of those balls were getting knocked down or deflected because they were like all right we know where he's going we see where he's gonna go and you know and he's now uh, yeah I think I'm a little worried for Tua as as a as a dynasty fantasy owner of two I'm a little down on this moment right in time
1: yeah yeah yeah. you pick my pocket in a league we can talk about you pick my pocket Madigan, nice enough to let me stay in their home. Picks my pocket, promises (laughs) a quarterback that never comes down the pipe. Everyone's getting their due right now. Everyone's getting their due. Uh, All right, real fast. Uh, The Rams hang up 51 on the Broncos. Broncos supposed to be known for their defense also. Is this just everyone giving up on the Broncos side of the football?
0: Yeah, there's real dysfunction in this Broncos locker room. I I think I posted on the text thread. Like the offensive lineman pushing the backup quarterback, even Brett, Rip, Brett Rippin. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. There's, yeah. It's it's messy, and it's. I think Nathaniel Hackett is the fifth coach to not make it through his first season as a yeah. head coach, and a couple of them just like picked up and left and quit. You know what I mean? In the yeah. middle of that, so it's like, shush. It's bad. It's real bad. But this this was destined to happen I, it's a little surprising that it happened as early as it did but i mean fuck they
1: well, weren't think, gonna uh, give up
0: they weren't gonna give up on russell wilson
1: yeah they can't do that because they're too obviously tied to russell wilson but it is i mean this is like especially if there was one thing you were known for your defense i mean this is and hackett said it, it's just like they weren't prepared and it's just it looks inexcusable you know 51 14 not a potent rams offense with a quarterback that's been there for you know, like hasn't even reached his first month lease on his new house. Like, <laughs> right. has, like barely been there and hanging up like fifty-one. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty damning evidence. So it'll be interesting to see where those Broncos go. All right, bro. Uh, below the fold, let's jump into it real fast. Hmm. Future of Derek Carr. Tell me what's going on here. So they come out and uh, you ever have like an article or a headline that pops up and it feels like everyone else knows what the score is, but you're just like, hey, everyone's still down. Like, let me catch up. Yeah happened here why are the Raiders all of a sudden out on Derek Carr like I've heard of you know since we're not competing and they still technically have a chance but I guess they're kind of giving up I didn't know that they ever felt like Derek Carr was part of the problem and now it just feels like this I don't know if like lightning rod or he's being thrown under the bus but it's just like we're gonna bench you for two games the last two games and then it snowballs from there where he's just like well I'm just gonna leave the team and now all of a sudden everyone's just like that's the last snap we'll see Derek Carr take for the Raiders what happened
0: yeah, it fucking moved quickly, right? It really moved yeah. quickly. And I think the first and foremost issue, the reason for the benching is everything like we're not we're not competing, we're not we're not going to make it here. And if you get hurt in these last couple games of the season, there's a weird like stipulation in his oh, contract yeah. that they owe the Raiders owe him another forty million bucks. So his his like, de- a,
1: like a health insurance policy or something like if I get injured, I, you guys.
0: I, yeah, drink everyone because I don't know the the particulars as to the reason why, but that's that's what everyone's citing as the stipulation yeah. for them wanting to sit. And it's like, it well, sense. we're yeah, it makes sense. We're not. I mean, yes, they're technically in it, but they're I think two or three games back.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're, they're,
0: yeah, they're two games back from the Dolphins right now in the seventh spot, and they'd have to a lot of shit would have to change for them in the next two weeks, uh, and a lot of things would have to happen. So it's just one of those like technically we're still in it, but you know, discretion is the better part of valor for the Raiders, and so they are, yeah. And then then it then it snowballs from there. So clearly he's not happy about it, and rather than be a distraction to the team. Which I don't know if it quite passes the smell test to you, B. It doesn't hundred percent to me. I mean, I know Derek Carr is a is a like you know he's a soldier. He's a fucking he's a yeah. stand up dude. He's gonna keep this, but it's like, well, I don't know. Like, how much distraction is a six and nine Raiders team gonna be? You know what I mean? Instead of like, uh, I don't understand why he can't sit there and be like, yeah, like if I get hurt, they they're on the hook, and so I I understand it it's a business it's a part builder. of the business yeah it's a part of the business but it doesn't it feels like he's a little disappointed um and well, so they're it gonna
1: it feels like a saving face move to me it's just like she's about to break up with me so i'm gonna break up with her first like it's like he's caught in wind that yeah they're going to move on from you so it's just like well get me out of this building now yeah. like why i gonna stand on the sideline holding the clipboard and a headset for two games look like a fucking idiot
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Let me heal up. Let me rest up, get in shape or and start start the process with my agent. Now, here's the thing. Derek Carr has a little bit of leverage in this in this deal of his is he does have a no trade clause like he can choose if they want to trade him. He can choose and pick his spot. So and then ultimately now the the Raiders will be in a little pickle because then if they want to get anything back from Derek Carr. They got to go and they got to go to a team that he wants to go to. So he can kind of choose that or they got to cut him, which his deal by by sitting in these last two games from a dead cap and a cap saving standpoint is very his his, his deal is pretty good. So they can cut him. Now, the downside is they get nothing in return for it. So it's like, do you want to give a top? 12 13 quarterback in the league up for nothing do you just want to put him out into the open market you know what i mean um i don't know uh but you know the, this is what the this is what the the raiders are fucking evaluating right now they're 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 making calls i'm sure they're calling on stuff i'm sure they're talking to teams i don't think it's yeah, illegal to mean- talk to teams right if they're initiating a conversation
1: yeah, no, you're that's a great point, because they're gonna lose so much leverage as the team also, because as soon as they find a team that they know they could trade it to, that team knows that Derek Carr wants to come to them. And yes. so right there, it's just like they they lose the leverage. It'll be I don't even know what the market a second round pick, does that even sound high?
0: I, I mean I've heard I've heard that the Raiders are looking for a first. I don't think that that's gonna happen. I've heard like a two twos or 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 something like a two and a three. Uh, cause I think, what was it? Wentz got two thirds last year. So I think like, all right, well, I'm a little better than Carson Wentz. So I should, I, I should bring a team like a second round pick. You know what I mean? that's why I think the Raiders are trying to leverage for the first round pick a little bit.
1: So what do you think? Uh, so let's go off some possibilities here. Um, saints.
0: So the saints, Yes, could give it up. Now they're gonna have to get if it's a trade, they're gonna have to get very uh um strategic with their cap because right now they're projected for twenty twenty-three in the whole fifty-three million bucks. So uh, yeah. So the, I, first, right? the Saints are What's that?
1: the Saints are one of the worst, right? Just as far yeah, as they're the- yeah, Passport. they're
0: one of the worst. The Tampa Bay Bucks are up there too at at forty-one million dollars in the hole. So You know, those two teams that kind of have a big question mark for quarterback kind of have some some cat woes that they got to figure out. But it seems like every year these teams get to figure out and restructure stuff and somehow get under the cut. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, there's going to be some moving and shaking on there. But it's like, but is Derek Carr going to want to go to I mean, I know Dennis Allen, I think I think he was there in the Raiders when the Raiders sucked ass. So is he going to want to go back to the Raiders if Dennis Allen's still the head coach?
1: Is who going to want to go back to the go back to the Saints?
0: Derek Carr, yeah, is he want to go to, Is he going to want to go to the Saints oh, right. with De- with Dennis Allen, who was who was now the head coach in in New Orleans, who was the head coach in and the Raiders and sucked at the Raiders.
1: You know who's going to be kind of like a chess piece in this is Sean Payton. It feels like Sean Payton has the ultimate like pull the puppet string. So it's just be like right. New Orleans is in the mix. So it's just like. Who does Sean Payton want to? Because I don't think Sean Payton's going to want to come back and start from scratch with somebody. But he's also like he doesn't want to get somebody that he doesn't think he can, you know, get over the mountaintop with. So I want. Do you think you could like? Do you take Derek Carr or Jared Goff? Who would you want? Two thousand
0: twenty-three. I I think Jared Goff.
1: Really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. I like Derek Carr, but I don't know if it's more that I fall in love with his attitude over his play. So let's talk about, okay, just a few more teams. I don't, maybe the Texans is an interesting fit because, but Texans, he's basically going there to be a stopgap for two years, basically until yep. the Texans, like whoever their first round quarterback, they go with. Um, commanders would be interesting. I think commanders are on the table.
0: Commanders, especially too, because again, we're going to the NFC. the The defense is young. There's some weapons there. And I think that they could, I think you could see like a, swap of some sort like a a carson wentz and a pick potentially right i mean they you know what i'm saying
1: yeah what about cardinals the raiders seem like a crazy enough team to take on this kyler murray disaster kyler murray seems completely on brand for the raiders it lets the Cardinals get out of that massive mistake they made throwing a Kyler Murray. They get to at least move on and have, you know, a serviceable, like top 12 quarterback to at least compete next year in, you know, in the uh, NFC South.
0: Ooh, I'm, I'm, I was hoping you were talking for, for two more beats. Oh, yeah, because you almost pulled Sorry, up. So I was yeah. trying to pull up the thing.
1: Yeah, because um, it's, yeah, it's Cardinals, Rams, Niners, Seattle. So the Niners are scary, but I think with Derek Carr. I don't know, that seems Cardinals is interesting to me. Because it seems like the Cardinals would this want This is it.
0: interesting. So I do believe Kranz Kreppelhopper will yeah. get the fucking boot. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and fired. So does does like, you know, it really depends on yeah, I don't know. I don't think that they can uh I think the trade yeah, they'd have to wait a minute to trade him. I have to figure out. I have to. I always mix up the pre and post June first. Yeah. Is that like after the seat, I don't remember. But it's like that. That would be an interesting trade if they could figure out a way to do it. What a wonderful like. What an upgrade. And they have twenty four million dollars. The Cardinals do in cap space coming into next year. Kyler's got a big dead cap number if you trade him before June first. So it really kind of like can we swallow? can we swallow this amount of money if we try, if we trade, they, they, like they, they, they can after June 1st, um, but it'd be interesting, man. Oh, that would be, that would be, I love that. That would make, it'd be such a total Raiders move, but yeah. I don't know if Mark Davis has the stones. If this is Al Davis, this is like, this uh, becomes the <laughs> leaderboard. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I, you know, everyone's talking Colts. I think the Jets are somebody that's a real like potential. I could see that kind of professional quarterback going in there, handling the media pretty well, young yeah. and up and coming team. You don't need, they got some young weapons around them. They got about 15 million in cap space. Um, the Panthers also too. Like this also seems like if, cause they're making a little bit of a run. I don't know. Sam Darnold's there, but they've got $55 million. I you, you'd you have to think that a Sam Darnold team getting Derek Carr would be an upgrade. And if, if Sean Payton becomes the guy that, that moves in and their owner Tepper has got some, some money, some cheddar. So if he's willing to spend some big money to bring in a big head coach in Carolina with some young core pieces and DJ Moore, and, you know, the running game and some other stuff like that, is that a dark horse to like, you know, to to sneak in there and 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 poach a, a a top ten, top twelve quarterback in the league.
1: Yeah, I like that. It'd be interesting. Like all these, like a lot of these teams on the table. If he goes to the right one to compete, I'm going. To, I'm going to slide the, just so we can call me Master Domus later. I'm going to float the Cardinals out there. I like this fit. It's interesting to me. Let's let's call that. And another thing to get mixed, uh, not forget that got mixed up in this is I wonder Devontae Adams' feelings on it. Be interesting. Uh, all right, jump into the inbox. Yeah. All right, uh, go long um from the email or the podcast bang passing game specialist assistant quarterbacks coach parks frazier will assume play calling duties for the colts under interim head coach jeff saturday let's pretend you're a 30 year old lowly assistant coach who's been asked to coordinate the offense for the rest of the season what nfl team would you least like to have been offered that job and if you had to take the job what would be your best idea to make the offense successful where do you not want to be an offensive of coordinator for
0: offensively right now, the Denver Broncos. I mean, that has to be the one dot one, the number one leader leaderboard.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, the worst offense in the league. And where do you go? Where do you go with this team? I think there's not, there's uh, is the first move is just shutting down and pulling like a, Hey, we're going to, we're going to sit Russell Wilson and, I'm gonna to have to fucking big time Russell Wilson in the room to be like, hey motherfucker, your play fucking sucks, and that's the thing. I I wonder in this in this scenario, I'm like a wonderkin, right? Like I'm a I'm a savant of offensive play calling, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the reverse Mike McDonald, which which Mike McDonald did it did the did to two to build him up. I'm gonna fucking humble pie them this motherfucker big time, Russell Wilson. I'm gonna get a 700 cut play. Of all these shit, dumbass, dumb shit plays over the last two seasons, some in Seattle where you're getting bailed out by other teams, and then a lot from Denver. And we're going to go through here and be like, dude, you're missing these throws. Yeah, Cut the shit. Go back to the kid that wasn't even in Wisconsin. Go back to NC State, Russell Wilson, the one that everyone's saying, hey, you better go fucking play baseball. Because guess what? You better start calling around to see if they need an outfielder. Because the way you're playing, you fucking stink.
1: (laughs) uh yeah that's good i think my i got a different take on it so my okay beautiful where i would not want to go and i think you'll get it when i say it the tampa bay buccaneers Ooh. how am i gonna get you
0: don't want to smooth snuggle here? up to tom brady for <laughs> fucking two weeks
1: i don't how do i give the man notes this like I'm, <laughs> like i'm a 30 year old like assistant like used to be the assistant now i'm calling on offensive plays he doesn't want to take hits so I can't give I I can't be like, hey man, you just gotta hold on the ball for a second longer. He's just like, you fucking get hit by these guys at 45. <laughs> like, yep, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, check down city. All yeah. my weapons are like aging out. Like, I don't know what the future of my job is. I know we're going to the postseason. I know we're getting our ass kicked at home, like round one, if not round two. I don't know what the future quarterback situation is, and I can't bring it up because it's Tom Brady.
0: Yeah. I like that's a tough one here's the thing in that QB room, you're Tom Brady's just doing his Tom Brady thing. What's your biggest win in that room as the 30 year old? Is it just to like get a Tom Brady to be like, Hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, is that, or is it like, even like, I make a joke and he chuckles and you're like, yes, I'll
1: take like, the Tom table. Brady. I mean, good idea. Like I'm going six to midnight. I'm walking cloud nine. <laughs> like I, am. <laughs> I am like amazed if he was just like, I didn't think of that. Like, even if he's just like, if he just asked me for advice he was just like hey like i was thinking on this second downplay like what if we and i would like my head would explode and be like yes i'm here to. i'm gonna act like i'm giving some great wisdom but i'm 1000 percent just gonna agree with whatever you say
0: yeah for plan. sure yeah whatever he says i would say yes to
1: yeah like, like yeah
0: enough. uh-huh absolutely it sounds great beautiful that's the plan. So, that's what we're doing. yep
1: yep um all right neapolitan showdown bro bring us to the jam okay i'll be right back i'm gonna go get all it right. all right, right there so let's leave it alone, cause we can't
0: see eye to eye, there ain't no good guy, there ain't no bad guy, there's only you and me and we just disagree. Alright
1: bro,
0: alright I got
1: it, it. alright bro. We're going to the Chiefs-Broncos game this Sunday. See Russell Wilson in person. And I think on that, the Madigans have selected best tailgating food. We might have done Best
0: it. tailgating food. Food. I like this. You've been tailgating, tailgating a What's that?
1: You've been tailgating a lot?
0: Not really. I went to Notre Dame tailgate last season for the Cincinnati game. I think it was like the third or fourth game i like tailgating when it's warm out i like that tailgating not 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 like hot but like just give me like 60 degrees i could wear pants maybe shorts sweatshirt i'd be comfortable
1: when we went in uh we went to foxborough were they tailgating did we walk around and grab some food from some people i know we found that cooler in a parking lot
0: that was post game that That was that that was Post Still, tailgating, it was. It was, we, it was. I don't think it was because at that point it was raining so yeah. fucking hard. Right. We we went nuts on we the had mezzanine.
1: We, we had, had to jump out of the Uber.
0: We had to jump out of the Uber. Yeah. I had to fucking. I yeah. had to like. <laughs>
1: you had to re- remind a traffic cop what exactly was in their powers. Exactly. <laughs> so not make us get back in a car.
0: I was definitely like fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. I was like, "These are not the <laughs> football fans you're looking for," and fucking yeah. waved her off. Um, we had to run to the CVS get the garbage bags to to, <laughs> to <laughs> tighten <laughs> you up. But we yeah. did. We we made it. We we put in some work on the mezzanine, right? We, we went to all the mezzanine. different places. Yeah. We went. We met those two guys that were were kind enough to to buy. I think they bought us a drink. I think one guy gave you his his poncho.
1: He gave his poncho. Yeah, because we talked about it it's just like we weren't sure if I was dating him, if that was just kind of like a move with like a letter jack. Yeah, he
0: definitely pinned you. He definitely pinned you.
1: we around the stadium. Um, all right, bro. Tailgating food three spot. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with the classic. I do like this because you can still one hand it. Um, you can throw the toppings on there, or you can eat this is big too. You need a food that you can eat with or without toppings, just depending on what's available. You need to be able to go topping lists with it if need be if there's none there because you don't want to Ooh, copy the, shame, the people there i'm going with the bratwurst give me the bratwurst
0: give me the brat nice excellent yeah, they, smell,
1: they smell great i don't know if there's anything more inviting than the smell of a brat on there there's like a little mm. sweet smell to it you kind of feel like your feet pick up kind of pepe Le Pew style just kind of float here's the deal
0: here's the deal bratwursts right thicker sausage
1: it's a thicker sausage
0: thicker sausage yep makes okay. me a little bit worried about the cooking standards right i'm not going to a michelin rated chef sure. here yeah. yeah so now the worst thing you do is well, you don't get that snap it's a little soft and you're like uh-oh
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. uh-oh if I can have some, if, if I have some fucking diarrhea before, well, that's, the that's the why
1: I'm big, I'm big on gross. That's why I'm big on with the bratwurst. You have to just stab it. We're not, we're not. This is a brain surgery here. Like, get some fork holes in it so it can cook all the way through. Keep right. my bratwurst on there extra long, but maybe a little, little bit further away from the flame so it's not burning the outside and we're really cooking that inside. Because you're right. Like, I'm gonna take a bite and I'm looking. Looking straight down, straight like a telescope. Looking straight down that bratwurst. I want to see what the color situation in there is. And it should not look like a gobstopper with a different <laughs> color center. I
0: was going to say, it should not like... have
1: rings to it. <laughs> no, it shouldn't look like an eyeball with a little red people. Mm-hmm. It needs to mm-hmm. be gray all the way through.
0: Beautiful. I'm going number three. Yeah. This, this is a good warm to, this is inclement weather is not your friend but I'm going, I'm going a little bit. Give me some, just some classic crackers and some dipping, right? Maybe a little, little, uh, nacho cheese dip sauce, right? Some little meat in there, yeah. little tocito scoops. Somebody has got the, the crock pot going a little bubbly in there. Just give me a little something to just dip on. Just give me some scoops. You know what I mean? Maybe a little bread to go in there too. I like all of that. Cause as you said, one-handed i can go hold a drink and just kind of just monge on that
1: a little bit of aristocrat i like this because you don't want to be like it's not pot committed to a meal right you can graze yep
0: yep i'm an appetizer the- guy b i'm an appetizer
1: yeah, you guy are, you go you can have like a little beer pop back grab a couple little more scoops like just like scoop through come back continue your conversation talk about the over under for the game get your bets in go back scoop 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 i like it. an easy offer to strangers coming by grab a scoop try my queso like hit a little bit yeah of
0: Take like, take two scoops, not the same scoop, different scoops.
1: No, don't get wild. Uh, no. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the W on that one. Nice outside the box a little bit. Mine's a little basic bitch. I still like it, a little basic. Mm-hmm. My two spot also comes from a crock pot. I like this because it's part of tailgating is people have a lot of pride in it, most awesome. A lot of tradition, a lot of family recipes handed down, a lot of come over to stall 57, bro. J aisle nine. To get, have you had this? You know what you've been waiting for—the chili. Come try our chili. A bowl of chili, brother. Ooh. Especially for those—we're talking NFL football. It's cold outside. You want that chili to warm you up. And everybody's got their own. You try, you taste that special ingredient. Yeah, I do a little honey. I do a little honey and cumin in there. I don't know if you have that,
0: oh, he's got the firehouse chili. Yeah, uh, that's right. Oh, I don't know beans, motherfucker. Just no. meat, just hearty. That's yeah, it. baby, onions. I let them simmer in the bottom of the pot. Yeah, for yeah. an hour.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The whole thing, the whole nine. I love it. Chili's great. Chili, here's the deal Chili has got a window, right? On, at a tailgate, right? If it goes too long and you get the bottom of the, the chili, right? It's been, sure. somebody's been forgotten about. You know what I mean? You're the last to the tailgate. Now you're, you're life of the party. So the, the tailgate doesn't start without B, anyways. Fair. But tailgate but chili tailgate has got a window but all these foods really do have a window too so I, I shouldn't did. I'm just I'm really just trying to scramble to cut the legs out of your chili to kind of make way for my number two but you're just hungry um, for chili I, yeah I is. am hungry for chili exactly what time is it it's chili time but chili's great now here's the deal are you gonna because you like a spicy
1: pee I do bud
0: are you gonna spice the poppy the poppy gen pop out of your chili
1: I think so yeah because yeah the- like I, this is all about the calling card. You know, you yep. can't, you can't please everybody. So you just got to stay in your lane You just got to do what you do best. Do what you know, stay true to your heart. At least if no one else likes it, at least, you know, you did your best and you love it. So you got to, so unfortunately, do what you heart, love. Yeah. There are going to be some people that just kind of get spiced out of it. And they're going to be like, I don't like it. It's too spicy. And it's just like, more from do what you warn
0: mind. people? Do you like, look, it's hot.
1: Yeah. But it's almost with like, it's less of a warning kind of brag. Like this is yeah.
0: I'm going to fucking like, knock like, oh, your dick well, in the dirt. You're going to want to take out. That
1: sweater off. Turn off yeah. that heated vest. You're not going to need it. All <laughs> you need. Ah, I'm going
0: to warm that core, baby. Oh, man. My number two. I feel like this is a good another one-hander. You could also get some spice in this, too. You could have a little rack. But I like this because you can put them in a tin. Uh, people, again, certain tailgating regions, Buffalo, really into this. I'm going to go with some wangs. Give me some wings. This is good. You get, again some some blue cheese, some ranch, some celery, some carrots, get the whole thing, dump them all out there. Everyone loves a little bone, a little bone-in chicken wing.
1: Got a note on this, buddy. Got
0: I know you do. It. I know I knew what when I said it because I know how you eat the wings.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tell by the look on my face, uh, the two spot. I'm gonna have to take the win on this too. Yeah. Here's a problem. You mentioned place like Buffalo, which is I think is a great home of the Buffalo wing where it was invented. Yeah. I, I was at a Buffalo tailgate this season. obviously it's cold outside? You need gloves, brother, and you can't eat wings with gloves on. So You got... Man, that's a, a good collision. point. You got a collision of ideas right here. You got a wing, which you want to eat with your hands and fingers, but you got your fingers inside some mittens. So you either got buffalo sauce on your mittens or you're freezing your fingers off trying to eat those wings. It just doesn't quite fit. You want it to. It's a little square peg in a round hole for me. A little bit. We're like for it.
0: I like it. I like it. I mean, it in... we,
1: we happens by those tailgates. People are just like, oh, what are you making? It's just like, oh, we're making quesadillas. And it's just like, well, not really the <laughs> <laughs> cool. that You're cooking quesadillas outside, but it's not really like. Right.
0: On the hood of my car. That's uh, it's so hot. That's <laughs> yeah. how we're doing it.
1: Like, what do you got there? It's just like, oh, we're making, you know, like Swedish meatballs. It's just like, oh, well, that kind of works with toothpicks. Um, all right. Top spot. Could game some ground here. Because I'm gonna go super basic, bitch. But if this is missing from a tailgate, you're just like, what am I yeah. at? Here? I gotta I think go. This might I, be my number one. I gotta go the burger, bro. Me too. I the burger. I,
0: yep. Uh, I, cheese I, cheeseburger.
1: Got the cheese. Have the different cheese, and it's it's an easy dish to punch up. You know, you can dice up the onions, have them in the beef. You know, you bring mm-hmm. your side dishes, you do your toppings, like your toppings do the talking for you. Maybe you got yep. some spiced red onion because you're awesome. Maybe you got some pickles laying out there, like real sour. Like, what do you want to do? Mm. Maybe you got like little Gersh's, maybe you got jalapenos, you know, like different, maybe you do like a little mixed sauce yourself, like a little, I wouldn't want to participate, but something mixed with like a thousand island. Maybe you just have your most awesome sauce, but this is just kind of combination. I and, put a little
0: honey and cumin in it and I dip my finger in too.
1: <laughs> like if you walk through an entire entire tailgate and a hamburger was missing you would notice and you would be like what the fuck's going on like i'm in a different universe have i been abducted am i having a stroke i don't get what's happening gotta have the burger
0: i i'm i'm into this and now because i'm i'm very much into burgers these days i like the smash burger i'm like i've been liking this yes and if you got somebody Did
1: did you used to be a fat burger guy
0: I, I was yes
1: you like a real but now you're just like, I like Let's
0: it. give me a thin a little crispy get the yeah. cheese nice and melty in there and just stack yeah. two of them on there
1: bang bang yeah I give me actually, give me a, give me a brioche bun a i was gonna pay you as a three guy
0: look look okay it's 2023 is pretty soon i'm changing my ways i'm trying it starts with the right, starts bro. with incremental changes all From right <laughs> for, three patties <laughs> to two
1: <laughs> one patty at a time sure buddy yeah yeah, yeah. exactly exactly
0: um but uh, but yeah, and then little crispy edges. it's good. Brioche bun, get those. layer butter, heat those up. Now we got something good because get the little little crisp on the edges too of that of that bun. Here's the deal. If you are gonna make burgers and burger patties, um, don't don't hand patty them up. Don't do that. Go to the store, buy one of those like patty press things. if you're gonna do just like regular generic patty, do us all a favor. Because you you can't, you can't do a temp. You can't cook it to like a, Hey, can I get like a, you know, a medium? I know it's a bar. I know it's a tailgate, but yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That. Yeah. But like, if you're going to do it, do it right.
1: So you're saying like those those little like cookie cutter things you buy yep. in a store. Fill it in,
0: pack it, boom, patty. Not yeah. nothing me like, oh I'm eyeballing and I'm balling up and I'm smashing it in my hands. It. The burgers yeah. come up fucking wonky. I just had to do this last night for yeah. dinner for cooking for the family because they didn't have the pre-packaged burger patties. And here I am like a Neanderthal trying right. to make burgers for the family. And everyone's like, Oh, I want a little bit this, a little bit that. I was like, You get it one way. <laughs> It'll like be well done because I can't tell. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Like, yeah, because they're like kind of like UFO shaped. Like, they just yep. kind of like, you like smash with your hands. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. That's such a great point. How many times did you fire up the grill last year? Would you say? How
0: many times? Ooh. Yeah. Let's say 60, 75
1: times. I think I fired up a grill twice. So, for that, you're the one of my friends. <sighs> oh, thank <laughs> but, you, sir. Yeah, we actually have to put someone that we trust eventually for this showdown in a tailgate that we trust to cook up the food. And that would be, I
0: love it. Thank you, brother. Wait, Thank you. Uh, I wear this badge. Outly.
1: I know you do. Okay. Uh, Brandon gambling corner, bring us to the jam. I brought you want to guess some college bowl. Chris, how you feeling? How you feeling about this Michigan game? It's almost getting- like
0: can. I'm liking it. I'm feeling good.
1: Is the break break so big that you kind of forget about college football for a couple days and then it'll just kind of like hit you like every, and then like your heart starts to race up when you're like four days out.
0: Yeah. I I really had that moment kind of today. And I was like, Ooh, I was like, the game is only in a few days. I was like, it's four o'clock on new year's Eve. I'm pretty amped for this game. Then we got Georgia and Ohio. You fill out the rest Mm -hmm. after that. So I, I might be feeling very good come Saturday evening before the ball drops.
1: Okay. Let's go through some of these. We're not going to do the games that already happened. All right. So tomorrow we have Tennessee versus Clemson and the orange bowl. What's the line? Who do you like?
0: So, so much of this is just factored by op outs and transfer portals and things I like know.
1: that. Is this even safe to bet this stuff? Like, do you touch it?
0: It, it gets really, it gets really nerve wracking. Cause I, I, I bet that Arkansas KU game. Cause I was like, I think KU based on the number of opt-outs transfers versus what was leaving out the other side of the, that Arkansas door. I was like, I felt like this is a very solid bet to make and fucking without the, the exception of the late fourth quarter rally, I was dead to rights on my plus three KU pick. I was fucking shit in my pants. And luckily I I stood fast. I held strong. I held the line. You're not going to fucking phase me with a little down 31, seven. Well, I was fucking,
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, mainly <'cause> you can <laughs> I wasn't holding strong. I was just like if they let me refund my ticket at halftime, I would have been like, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> I'll just take, about- all the same. I'll take the cash right. back. I didn't realize
0: um I I'm gonna go Clemson minus six.
1: Clemson minus six right on the nose, brother.
0: whoa, really? Holy shit. Right all right. Nose. I'll take it. That's hey, it broke or- clock is right twice.
1: <laughs> who do you like?
0: Uh, I think I like Clemson. I mean, uh, Tennessee. I'm sure they're going to have a lot of opt outs. Had a great great season. Hendon Hooker obviously tore up his knee, they haven't been quite the same. And I don't think that uh, Tennessee has quite the depth in terms of like their their um, you know redshirt freshmen and and uh, sophomores to kind of battle it out. And I think Clemson's got some something to prove here in this last little bit. So I like I like Clemson by a touchdown. I think that makes sense. They got a little something to prove against an SEC team too.
1: You know and that Ku, so I bet Ku plus three also.
0: Good, then Smart.
1: I bet Ku money line when they were ahead, which was a huge mistake. So then I was just in chasing mode, and I went and <laughs> bet that fucking Oregon North Carolina game. Who did you like in that game?
0: Oh shit! I would have. I I don't know who won this game. I don't. I think it didn't come down to a close like close. Yes, kick. it was
1: Oregon favored by thirteen points. So I was like, great, I'll take Oregon bet $500 to win $100. And I did that more than once. And then it was like, Oregon was trailing like the entire second half. And then on fourth and two with like 30 seconds left, like on the two yard line, Oregon throws a touchdown pass to tie it. Then they go to kick the extra point and it dinks off the left upright and slices in to give them the one point lead. It was like, I was almost like passed out. It was, it was insane. oh anyway, no. The message is never chase.
0: Never chase. Yes. No, that's the thing is they do. It does become like what team doesn't care, right? In in some of these bowl games, like this Tennessee, I'm kind of like, well, what's the storyline for Tennessee? Why do they give a fuck? And like for some of these teams, like an like Arkansas like I thought a lot of their guys were gonna be leaving. And I thought the the KJ Jefferson, the quarterback for Arkansas, was gonna sit. Turns out he's playing. My bad, not reading. It's my uh my Kawhi Leonard, my my Kawhi Leonard moment. I was like, oh shit, he's playing. Um so yeah, it's really about storylines for these guys.
1: Uh all right. Pittsburgh, UCLA in the Sun Bowl.
0: Pittsburgh, UCLA versus in the Sun Bowl. Gimme UCLA minus three.
1: UCLA by seven and a half.
0: Seven and a half.
1: Ooh. Uh is this this is our last podcast before we see the first two games of the playoff, isn't it?
0: Correct sir.
1: Okay, we better cover this real fast. Okay, so uh Notre Dame, South Carolina, and the Gator Bowl.
0: Uh in the Gator Bowl, give me South Carolina. They're close, warm weather. Give me South Carolina by six and a half.
1: Notre Dame by three.
0: Ooh, I'm way off on this.
1: Nine points off that, bro. Is this what should we watch out for any players not playing in this? It seems like maybe Notre Dame being like a more prestigious program. Yeah, I would have thought,
0: thought mayor, the tight end would have been out. Yeah. Um. I don't like, I don't like this. I know they're, they're drew pine, their quarterback transferred. Um. I'm not liking this. I, I uh, give me give me South Carolina plus three on this. Take the points? Okay, cool. I yeah, like that. Yeah, take the points. Oh, yeah.
1: All right. Um, TCU, Michigan.
0: TCU, Michigan. I think Michigan is a touchdown favorite.
1: Seven and a half, yeah.
0: Seven and a half, yeah. You like Michigan to take your business
1: here?
0: I like this, yes.
1: I guess everyone loving that quarterback, whatever his name is. Max
0: Duggan. Oh man, can't keep your fucking down. James Brown of college James football.
1: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: they they're they've got a little Vikings esque in them. The oh, yeah. the Tennessee they're the TCU Horned Frogs. They've had a few rally scrambles coming back, coming to be pinch him, bite them in the ass.
1: Uh, and then Ohio State, Ohio. Sorry, you fill out the rest. Thank and you. Georgia in the Peach Bowl.
0: Give me Georgia by nine.
1: Georgia by six and a half.
0: Oh, six and a half. I I take the points on Georgia. They're they're going to beat them by more than a, a touchdown.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. He just loves this Ohio. You fill out the rest team. I think I'm definitely. Yeah, gonna...
0: yeah. I would take. I would take. Here's the deal. You could tease those both of those lines. Mm-hmm. The the Michigan. I would look to t- tease those both and see what you get on that. Because then it's basically just a pick them at that point.
1: Yeah. If you took, yeah, if you took Georgia, if you, yeah, if you did Georgia, Michigan together, pick them, then yeah, if you parlay those, it'd be like a minus 110 to 100. So you're like yeah. right at like even money for that. Good, bro. Well, um, let's go Wolverines. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Episode 247. Hope you enjoyed your holiday. Have a good new year whenever you're listening to this. Uh, should be uh, popping out soon. MVP of the week's real fast. i uh, going to give it to my niece and nephews. Great to see those guys. Got to hang out down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Finally made it. Colin, I know you're listening. Uh, hey, Colin. You, I said, hello. You shouldn't be listening to this, but I love you, brother. Thanks for listening. Little air horn to you. Who do you got? Uh, well, I'm going to go
0: with the little Luka Doncic. Uh, Colin, if you're listening, you should check him out. He's very good at basketball. Just so just hung up sixty points, twenty rebounds, and ten assists, and an improbable win against the Knicks. Uh, I think it was on like Tuesday or Wednesday night, and I think I saw this. I think I posted on the Instagram that teams with that deficit, that margin, with like a few like thirty seconds on, are zero for thirteen thousand. Yeah, so fucking Luca brought him
1: back. Yeah, my nine points with. Like fifty, like seconds thir-
0: yeah, exactly. It was crazy. It was a crazy fucking mad scramble.
1: I heard a good analogy in another podcast too. Like hitting the basketball off the front of the rim, like intentionally missing your second free throw and getting the rebound is like the NBA equivalent of an onside kick. And I was just like, yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, that's a great one. That's really good. Back. It's yeah, about
0: as successful good.
1: too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen all that often.
0: You would think uh, you think NBA guys would be much better at that than NFL kickers are. But no, they are not. It is not great. It's not great odds.
1: Yeah, I say, how good was that? On was that the perfect onside kick from KU? Perfect. Did you say like it was like it? Yeah. Was, it split the two defenders. Like it had that second hop. Like it didn't go too high. Like it just that the was the
0: knuckleball really- of the kick. Is like the perfect if you can get it to kind of bump, 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 um, and bump yeah. up that you that's the best one I don't know why they don't practice that more often how hard could it be yeah, you just gotta into cool. it it's uh, like a pool shot come on kickers what the fuck sorry <laughs> Colin
1: uh guys episode 247 choose an email it may be sportsbox at gmail.com have a happy 2023 I am Brad I watch you sign yourself off most awesome audience
0: at our tailgate we're serving up smabby burgers you put a little B and ma together you squeeze and push them on together comes out dilute delicious and hot.